road again. I already recorded something before. I'm cool with it. I like how it went. I talked about the shit. That's what I did. I talked about Disney. talked about uh, how Aerosmith is not particularly the band for me, but I respect them. I respect the ride that they have. And yeah. Yeah. Some people, you're going to listen to the first episode, man, and you're going to be like, hey, he talks weird. He talks a little bit like how Hannibal Buress does stand-up comedy, and I get it. I'm kind of vibing off that right now. I don't know if that makes sense at all. I, I don't know, man. I think, okay, so let me talk about this. Let me talk about this with you. I'm gonna, I do comedy sometimes. I'm trying to get back into it, man. I don't know. I had a lot of weird shit going on. I'm trying to get back into comedy, and it's really hard. So I watch other stand-up comics to kind of, like, inspire me to get back up and do it again. And, um... I don't know, man. I'm trying some more. Trying to hit open mics. And then I'm kind of thinking, I'm in this weird part of my life, 32, and I'm like, is it fucking worth it anymore? And I'm like, nah, cut that shit out. Do what you gotta do. And then maybe, maybe something happens. Just keep on doing shit. Just do shit. All the time. Every time I'm driving by myself now, I'm gonna record some shit. That's what I'm gonna do. Here at Anchor, every every time I do something, every time I'm driving alone, I'm gonna record some shit. Not all of it's gonna be great. I'm telling you that right now. Not everything is gonna be fucking gold, but I accept that. I accept that this this is probably not the best way to do things. I should be in the studio, but hey, listen, I'm driving. I'm literally doing nothing else. What the hell else am I doing? I'm doing nothing. I have no excuses to sit down and do nothing. I should like this is kind of helped me writing a little bit too, because like I don't know, I don't know. I took something out of that Aerosmith bit. Maybe I can do it on stage. Maybe in this case, it's so easy. I can do a forty-minute set off of nothing. That's what I just realized. I can do forty minutes off of nothing. So anyway, I'm not driving home right now. I already got home, and I'm leaving somewhere else. I'm going to my my dad's house because my brothers live there. And I'm going to drop off a New York Comic Con ticket for my brother. He got a ticket for Friday. So he's going. It's Thursday, 10-4. I said earlier that the, like, there's no significance of this date besides the whole means girl, Mean Girls bit. Uh, so instead, uh, you know, Comic Con starts today. I was originally supposed to go. I got myself... A four-day press pass because I do some work with a, uh, a radio station sometimes. Once in a blue moon, not so much anymore. Things have changed. Kind of step back from that life a little bit. I don't regret it because it's a lot of work. I mean, didn't have a lot of equipment, but I mean, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. I can very simply talk about it now, but I want to talk about Comic-Con. I, I want to spend the next 10 15 minutes, I don't know, half hour maybe, depends on how the lights go, I'm going to spend the next several minutes talking about Comic-Con and how I'm going to go Saturday and Sunday, the two busiest days to go to Comic-Con. I know they're busy, man. The busy days, I like Thursdays. Thursday's my favorite day to go. No one else is there. 
because, like, I don't know, people got work and shit. That's why I can't go. Got work and shit. I started a new job. I can't even take golf from the new job. So that happened. I couldn't take golf um, because I just started it. I just took a vacation. I talked about that before. And uh, I, I kind of felt shitty because I'm like, you know, I, I guess I can't really take off that many days. It's way too soon. Close proximity. You know, kind of a rough situation. Plus, I'm, like, working through this agency now, man. And this agency, they got me working. Like, I don't get paid for the days I work. So if I don't work, man, I don't get paid. And that's a that's a really unfortunate life to live. I don't get sick time yet. I don't get any of that shit. And it sucks. It sucks. That's why I'm trying to... You know, I'm trying to make the most out of my life right now. I'm trying to do my comedy shit. I don't get, if I don't get no benefits, man, I'm sorry. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of do what I want to do. And that's how it is. That's how it's going to be. And I'm sorry if managers listen. They're not listening to, no one's listening to this shit. I'm just going to keep on going. So New York Comic Con right now. It's going on. I don't know. I, I don't know what, what the fuck is up with some people, man. Like, I'm not talking about people in general. We're going to talk about them later. But I'm talking about, like, companies. Like, you got you got Marvel just, like, letting loose a bunch of shit. Like, oh, here's our trailers. Like, you, you don't even save anything for Comic-Con. There's no more surprises. Like, I don't have to go to Comic-Con. I don't even... I'll be dead honest with you, man. I only go because I get the free pass. I don't know why I would pay for this shit. Because Comic-Con's so fucking stuffy... Like I go, like I'm gonna, I'm grabbing a camera right now. I'm, right, I'm like borrowing a camera for someone. I'm gonna walk around, and take some pictures, cause I like doing that shit, like taking some good ass pictures. This guy's looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, I'm talking to myself while I'm driving. Don't fucking shoot me. Don't shoot me the look. Anyway, so like I, it's Comic Con used to be a thing where people got news. You can meet your artists at Comic Con, meet artists that you like. That's cool. I respect people who do that. But I got no business. I got no business in there because I don't know anyone's names. Like, like an artist can be standing up in front of me and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, great." And I, I don't know what to say to some of these guys. I really don't, and, and that's kind of a dick of me. That's kind of dickish of me that I don't know these people. Meanwhile, there's some other people who couldn't get tickets that wanted to go, wanted to meet some people, and nope, here I am. Ha ha! I'm here. You're not. Kind of sucks, and I'm sorry. I'm very sorry about that. But I got a press pass. I don't know if that really affects you, though. I guess you're going by body count. But who's standing there going like, nope, sorry, you're at capacity. Definitely not happening there. If you walk through the Javits Center, man, that place is packed all the time. It's so easy to lose people. It's the worst. Especially on Saturdays, man, that place is so packed out. There's so many people there. There's a lot of cosplays. People, I, I like watching people cosplay. I think it's cool. You put a lot of time and effort into something that you're only going to wear once. You know, you're, it's, like, it's like you're the people making the suits and dresses and sweatshops, and you're only going to wear it once. Like, that's, that's kind of like what I see out of it. I don't know. There's, there's a joke there. I'm trying to figure it out. So I respect people who do the, the, do the, the, the cosplay and stuff. They got these gigantic outfits. They got these gigantic... Like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Overwatch. By the way, I'm a huge nerd. I'm a huge nerd. Deal with that part. You really should. So, 
you got this gigantic, if you ever guys ever play Overwatch, there's a character called Reinhardt. He's got a big-ass suit of armor. And people make that shit. People make that at Comic-Con. And they wear it around. And they walk around. And they take up all the fucking room. You can't get by that shit. No. You want to know why you can't get by that shit? Because, like, for some reason, some of these cosplayers, they got, like, armed guards, like, watching over the person. So, like, you can't even get close to them at Comic-Con. You, like, you got to stop them. Let me take a picture of this. Some people are really fucking creative, though. I, gotta, I give credit to that, man. Some people are really fucking good. They got some real creativity. I can appreciate that. But, man, sometimes... Sometimes it's annoying. Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes I can't get behind that. So anyway, I'm going Saturday. I'm going Sunday. Maybe a little bit on Sunday. Probably not the whole day. I don't know. That's usually what I do, man. I go. We go in the morning. We line up. We wait to get in. I get fucking tired of that shit. I get tired. Like, I'm just like, I'm waiting in line. It's usually gross out. Like, gross weather-wise, man. I don't know. It's been getting warmer. I remember when it was cold. I enjoyed that. I was fine when it was cold. Now it's getting warmer. I don't like it. Also, it's been raining a lot. So I don't know what's going to happen then, man. I hope it doesn't rain. Because like being in the city and raining, that, that sucks. I got a bunch of electrical equipment with me. That sucks even more. Like I don't, I don't know what to make of it. I try to do the best that I fucking can when I'm there. I try to enjoy stuff, man. I try to catch a panel or two. But, like, I don't know. It's all about stuff I really I really don't know too much about. And, like, yeah, I could go and kind of educate myself. But I, I wasn't really there for a lot of the panels. The one convention I really liked is PAX East. I went there a couple of years ago. I loved it. I'm going to talk about that another time. Please remind me. Can you comment on these things? Can you leave me a comment? I hope you can. I hope you're listening. I hope you can leave me a comment on Anchor or something. Maybe Twitter. I don't know. You can talk to me and be like, Hey, Steve, please remind yourself talk about PAX East. I will later. I'll talk about that shit. Bumpy road. I'm sorry. That's how it's going to work right now. Anyway, so, um, near Comic-Con, it's always packed out. There's always mad people dressed like Doctor Who. I don't get it. I don't like Doctor Who. And, like, I know some people say it's good. It's good. Whatever. That's your prerogative. That's your, that's your opinion of it. I don't like it. I watch it, try to get into it. Eh, I don't know. I also get this weird rebellious thing that happens sometimes where if something's really popular, if something's really big, I'll kind of not like it. And I can't, I don't know why. Game of Thrones is not like that, though. I love Game of Thrones. That thing's fucking gigantic. Some things I roll my eyes at, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so, so people go crazy on this stuff, man. And I'm like, okay, you know, Doctor Who people. That's what I'm at. I don't, I don't know. A lot of people are just wearing bow ties and shit. I get it. I get it. You like Doctor Who. You like to dress up. And I get I get cosplay as a whole. When people are really creative, I really get it. People look the role. I get it. I like it. My wife cosplays. She did a really kill a cat woman, I have to say. I'm not just being biased. She looked really good in it. It's a skin-tight cat suit. Like, yeah, of course. You know, it's Anne Hathaway's Catwoman from Batman. The new ones with Christian Bale. She looked good in it. Then she did Poison Ivy one year. Last year, that was Poison Ivy. And that was a fucking travesty. And it's not her fault. She did a really kick-ass job. She tried really hard to make stuff herself. And the thing was that happened was that she bought the, uh, you know, we thought we'd kind of take the easy way out a little bit. Not necessarily easy, because it wasn't. Where we'd buy at least the corset part, because she's got vines and shit all over. So she's got leaves and shit. 
We thought it would be easier if we found someone online that could just make it. We sent in the measurements and we did that. Did the measurements, sent it in, came back, and it was all full. The guy who made it, his, his girlfriend model, it was a different It was a different one entirely. It was entirely different. Shit didn't look the same at all. It looked awful. So my wife worked her ass off, made her own. She was kind of in the middle of making it before she gave up because it was too many leaves. And we were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just, just wear that one. And she pulled it off. She did a really good job. I liked it. So my wife, of course, we're going to support her with that stuff. But even, even non-partisan, I guess, would be the word. It was good. She pulled it off pretty well. I liked it. Um, but yeah, man, like, I don't, I don't know. I really don't do much at these things. I like to walk around. I like to look at the shops. I like to get and talk to one person, several people maybe. Cody in Cambria, the art, the uh, lead singer, Claudio Sanchez. He's got a comic. That's what Cody in Cambria is based off. It's based off a comic, or the other way around. The music's based off it. Anyway, the music plays off the comic and vice versa. It's great. I love it. I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of the music. I'm a big fan of the band. Big fan of the comic. So I like to meet him, get some shit signed from him. It's cool. I like it. I like to pick up some merchandise, put some shit in my car, like stickers and stuff and vinyls. And represent the shit that I like when I'm driving. That way people behind me right now, I got a Destiny 2 sticker and I got a World of Warcraft sticker. Two of my favorite games of all time. People are like, alright. Alright, that guy's a nerd. So I'm, I'm kind of telling you the second episode. I'm a huge nerd. If you didn't know me already, you didn't know that. That's what it is. Um... So that's the thing with Comic-Con, man. You, you drive, you, you walk around, you do your cosplay. I always have a slim pair of clothes that my wife can change into because that shit gets real, real fucking awful sometimes. It doesn't work out the best all the time, so I got I to gotta kind of do some extra work. I carry some stuff around. I'm like a personal assistant. That's what I do. But if we're going to talk about cosplay, I dressed up one year. One year I did this. And I think it's alright because it was simple. She went as Jill Valentine. And I went as Ron Swanson. And it was a fucking hit. I got my hair cut done just the way he has his hair cut in Parks and Recreation. I shaved the bottom part of my goatee. I never do that. I put on a fake mustache. It worked. I pulled it off. People loved it. And uh, it, it got a lot of attention. People wanted pictures of me. I was like, I'm just a guy wearing a, a red polo. In black pants, but yeah, let's do this. I was pretty comfortable. My wife was pissed because this one silver lady, yeah, she was silver, obviously body paint or something, and she called Ron and waved at me, and my wife was gonna about to fucking kill her. It was great. It was hysterical. It showed, it showed me that women can be territorial in all sorts of manners and places. It, it was good. Although some people, because my wife was dressed up as Jill, some people thought it was Barry. People were like, that's not Barry, you fucking moron. It's Ron fucking Swanson. But that's right. So, um, your comic. What are we gonna see this year, man? I don't know. Probably a lot of Spider-Man. Spider-Man's hot right now because of, uh, you know, Avengers. Like Infinity War really took off pretty well. So we're gonna see a lot of that kind of stuff, costume-wise. There's always a ton of Spider-Mans there, but I really feel like I'm gonna see a lot more because the PlayStation game came out and the game was a hit and I loved it. So probably gonna see a bunch of that. I like to see a really cool Doc Ock. That'd be cool. Perhaps a Venom that's not Tom Hardy's Venom. That actually looks good. Oh, someone's car's fucked up. Oh man. Yeah, so I'm kind. Of, I'm kind of hoping to see some interesting shit there. 
if we're going to talk about big-ass costumes, as I, I said before about that Reinhardt, we're going to get another one. I wonder what that big-ass costume is going to be. I did see a couple of years ago, there was a Hulkbuster costume. I saw that. That was interesting, too. That was cool. Then you get the Reinhardt one. I don't know what else we're going to see. So it's going to be interesting. We're going to see a bunch of weird shit. I'm going to take a bunch of pictures of it. Go throw it online. I don't know where. I'll, ta- I'll tell you where when I find out. Then we'll jump on top of that. You know, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, I run a D&D podcast called Copper Piece. If you guys haven't listened to it already, it's a good podcast. Me and my buddies, my, my brothers. Now, I'm not saying my buddies and my brothers. I'm saying I got two of my close friends, two of my brothers. My only two brothers I got. We all play D&D together. Sometimes one of the brothers or the other one isn't around, so it's kind of weird at times. But anyway, we play Dungeons & Dragons. We're playing through Curse of Strahd campaign. That's what we're doing. And it's really fun. It's called Copper Piece. We're all over the place. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on iTunes. You gotta be on iTunes. That's what it is. You gotta be on iTunes first, and you go all over the place. So we're, we're all over the place. That's what it is. Um... You know, we got this we got this little tiny thing coming up called Swell Bacon. That's a little uh, company that I'm kind of making there. So there's that. Trying to get that ball rolling. Got a Patreon for that. Patreon.com backslash Swell Bacon, I believe. Donate some money to some shit. I don't know. I probably shouldn't have been saying this. It's the second episode. I'm already talking about this stuff. It's weird. I don't like self-promoting because I feel like I'm always trying to grab money from people and shit. I don't know. It's a rough, rough world out there, and people want me to keep on doing shit like this because I'm an entertainer at heart. I like to do shit like this, and I want to keep it going. I'd like to make it my life. That would be cool. That's like the dream right there, man. I'm tired of talking to people in the sense of, like, trying to sell them shit. I would like to make this my life. I want to go on the road. I want to see things and, like, talk to people and have a fun time. I believe I could do that. I believe this is a good step in that direction. I want to be able to pay my therapist without being like, oh shit. That's what I want to do. Anyway, I'm here. I'm at my dad's place. And uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I can pause this and we can talk on the way back. I'll figure that out. If I can't, whatever. We'll figure this out. All right, man. Uh, if I can't figure it out, it was nice talking to you. You can see yourself later. Otherwise, we're going to play some music. A little short intro. Interlude, maybe. And then we'll continue this conversation in a bit. Okay, so I said before I wasn't too sure if I could add shit to this. Turns out I can. I hope it's seamless. I hope it's not a bad experience. I hope it's all good. Let's talk some more. Let's do it. I talked about Comic-Con. Let's get on that. Let's talk about Comic-Con some more. This is how we're going to do it. So I just I gave my brother his Friday ticket. He's going tomorrow. He's going to... Do what he wants. I don't know. I'm going to go on Saturday. Maybe Sunday. I don't know. See, here's the thing. If I don't go on Sunday, I'll be okay with that. I'm busy. I got shit to do. I want to relax a little bit. I haven't had much time to relax. I want to relax a bit. So I can do that on Sunday. I can edit my podcast some more. Not this one, obviously. But the other ones, I can do that. I'll be fine with that. Now... The thing is that my wife has a Sunday ticket, so now i got to figure out a way uh, to somehow 
use that Sunday ticket to give it to someone else. I don't I have someone that might buy it. That's cool. Some people don't condone that shit. Whatever. Whatever. You do you. You can say what you want. I think it's kind of a dick move to not be able to transfer tickets to someone. I don't know. I think it's weird because, like, hey, if I got a ticket, I can't go. Now the thing's stuck to me. But here, let's be honest here. Let's be honest here. No matter what the shit happens, no matter what the fuck it is, no one checks IDs, man. That's weird with, with Comic-Con. Yeah, this pass is registered to me. Maybe. And you know what? Like, the security guards, they probably don't get paid enough to deal with that shit. Let's be honest here. Yeah, they really don't. So, whatever. I don't know, man. I'm not like the organizer. I have nothing to do with it. Someone wants to make some money. Let, let them make money. Someone has an emergency. Can't go. You know, let them let them take advantage of the situation. Let people do what they got to do. Because it's what they got to do. Um, let's talk about what I'm doing. I got a press pass. I talked about this before. I got a press pass to Comic-Con. Fucking lights. Give me two seconds before you turn red. Bullshit. So, I had this press pass because I did work with a, a station called Village Connection Radio. I got nothing against them, really. Um, I'm just, I'm not doing work with them. I'm not doing work with the guy ahead of the whole thing anymore. Uh, just because I feel like it's a little out of my element, man. Like, there's only one dude there. There's only one dude there who's around my age. He's actually older than me by, like, maybe two or three years. Uh, awesome dude. He's got a good show. He moved the show to another place. Good for him. I'm happy for him. But the rest of the station, man, it wasn't for me. It, was a, it wasn't for me, man. It was a lot of people generations older than me playing music that, like, that generation only liked. Because like, that's the thing, man. Those people only like classic rock, and they don't like anything else. Everything else is like, like, like I don't know. It's like awful to them. And I think it's unfair. But then again, like I don't know. I'm not 50 years old. I like oh, so my music's got to be weird when I listen to it at 50. Like I'm gonna be 50 years old, still blasting shit like anything between like I, I don't know like heavy metal like Lamb of God to like fucking I listen to everything. So I'm like I don't you know, I don't care if I'm judge Lamb of God. You had some like. Uh, my Chemical Romance and shit like that on there. No, Streetlight Manifesto. I'm still be singing songs about like dying and shit. I don't know. It's weird, and that's that's what it that's what it is. That's what that's what it's gonna be when I'm older. Um, so I did work with Village Traction Radio. I helped produce a bunch of shows, and I tried to make the best out of that situation. Uh, the you know the head guy really didn't want to spend a lot of money. He didn't really have a lot of spending money. I'm sorry, he didn't really have a lot of money to spend. So what I did is I had to make the best of a situation. That situation involved me taking three to four Logitech webcams and turning them into the main camera. If you've ever been in the studio before, they don't use Logitech webcams. They use real fucking cameras. This guy didn't have any. I told him that's what you got to buy. I gave him the download, told him how we can make it better. And he didn't do it. And nothing against him. I get it. You want to make some money. You got to pay the rent. You got surgery. You got a lot of shit going in, on in your life. And you got to take care of that. And I get it. You can't always be dropping money on really expensive shit. I get it. So, like, you know, I told him, man, these cameras aren't going to do it all the time. You got to get something better. 
I haven't been involved in months. They closed the studio and they moved somewhere else. And I wasn't involved in any of that stuff. I'm like your bro in this situation. I was helping you out the whole time. And I couldn't, and like, I don't know. And I said to him at one point, I'm like, yo, dude, you would really benefit for having like an actual assistant that you paid. And I offered him, I said, listen, I'll work for you. I'll do some work for you. You just pay me what I can and that'll be it. Like, I'll actually work for you. I'll edit shit. I'll do my job for you. And he never answered me. And I still think that was a big mistake on his part, but that's just me. Um, but yeah, so that that's where we're at. I used to have a little show on there. It, it did all right, but I mean, it's not something I can't do like I'm doing right now. I'm doing this on my own. I, I'm, I got a fucking pair of, of iPod headphones connected to my phone using the Anchor app, and that's all I need. Right now, that's all I need. I don't need to do anything else, man. I got that shit on lock. Now I'm going to go get some food, too. I'm going to I'm gonna get some food. I'm going to order some Taco Bell. I'm going to leave you guys on, on hold on that one. You're going to listen to me make that order. I swear to God. I'm going to eat that order, too. I'm going to eat that shit in my car because I am relentless as fuck. I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that shit. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to pull up and go. I'm not even going to admit that I'm doing it because I don't want that kind of evidence. You know, I don't want that shit shoved back in my face. Like, you, you ate a burrito on your recording... It would be fucked up, man. I actually... Okay, so, like, Village Connection. Let's be honest here. If you're over the age of 40, 50, yeah, you'll probably like it. Uh, If you're younger, you probably won't. I'm not afraid to say. I'm not afraid to call a spade a spade. You know what I'm saying? So, one of the things I did when I was working for Village Connection Radio, this is one of the things I did. I was was producing the show, and I got to be at the studio, right? So I'm driving, and I get to the block of the studio... And everything is blocked off. I can't get in. I'm like, why can't I get in? The police are there. Everything's locked down. So I call my guy. I'm like, yo, dude, I can't I can't get to the studio. They won't let me in. He goes, why not? I said, this cop's all over the place, and I have the whole place blocked off. I can't get to the studio. So he goes, oh, man, it must be because of this one show's guest. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, who, who's the guest, man? Who's causing all this problem? And he goes, so here's the deal. He tells me the story. And I'm going to tell you the story. So, I, I, of course, I can't remember the name of the movie. It'll pop back, back, uh, it'll pop back into my head in just a moment. So the movie, it, it was like an old school, like classic gangster film. Not Goodfellas, not Godfather, nothing like that. I, th- I want to say it's a Bronx tale. I want to say it's a Bronx tale. So it's a... I'm going to, you know what? It's a Bronx tale. That's what it is. It's a Bronx tale. So, one of the, the characters in that, the actor, his name, I can't remember his name, but I think Leto, not like L-E-T-O, like Jared Leto, like Leto or like something like that. Can't remember that guy's name. Um, so, he was in the movie, and later in life, he got into a situation where he was in the car with a buddy, and his buddy shot a cop, and shit went down. This guy was arrested. He had a trial. Uh, people were defending him, uh, and you know, it was it was a big thing. There was cops protesting and stuff. Big big situation, high profile cases, lots of shit like that. So now, fast forward, I'm sitting there. I'm being told this information. This guy, you know, based on evidence, didn't shoot a cop, but he might have shot in a cop. I'm feeling nervous now because now I gotta walk through this police line. Yeah, sorry. I'm the asshole that's got this guy up here. Sorry, officer. You know, like, 
I'm just doing my job that I'm not getting paid for. So that happens. So I'm like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. So I'm like driving around. I don't know how I get to the studio. I pull over, I go up to the cop, and I go, hey, officer, I need to get into that area, and I, I can't because of all the stuff that's going on. Well, can you tell me what's going on? Can you tell me what's up? And he goes, yeah, I can tell you what's up. And I'm like, ah, shit, here it comes. He goes, there's, a, there's like a, a walk going on, and they blocked this whole area, but the guy's almost done. And I'm like, guy, is it like one, it's just like one dude? Like, what is this? And he goes, no, 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 it started earlier this morning, and it's just like the tail end. We just got to make sure everyone's off, and then and then you're good to go. I was like, okay. And here I'm thinking that there's these cops protesting this guy showing up. <coughs> Talking for a while is hard. Sorry. You, got, you had a warning last episode. So now I get into the studio. And this guy shows up, right? And it's not just him. It's the director of the film, too. I can't remember the guy's name. He might have been the director or producer. I don't remember. But it doesn't matter because they're both rude as fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a little rude. And you know what? The guy's trying to get back in this acting game. I have all respect for that. I got respect for all that kind of shit. It's, it's a heavy life. It's a hard grind out there. And you're trying to do you. I'm trying to do me. I'm not going to put you down because you're trying to do you, too. So this guy... In the middle of this interview, we talked about, this guy was talking about his struggles in life, dealing with drugs and alcohol, and dealing with growing up and being, trying to get into acting again, and trying to make amends, and doing the right fucking thing. This guy's working his ass off, and I, I, I respect that. He opens up a fucking Nutrigrain bar in the middle of the fucking interview. He just opens up this bar. He starts, like, fucking chopping down in the middle of it. Like, what the fuck, man? You're in the middle of an interview. This this woman, this host, she's trying to interview you. She's asking you high questions. And you know what people hear? You're hearing the crumpling of, like, the fucking plastic wrapper. And, like, he just doesn't give a shit. And the producer on the other side, he doesn't give a shit either. No one gives a shit except for me and the host. And you know what? things ended, he left, he was a good guy, he wouldn't, sh- he, he, I'm, I'm not going to say that, he, he liked to talk a lot, he ran the clock out way past, way past it, but you know what, I'd probably do it too, I'm doing it right now, that's what's going on, my, my voice is becoming more like rough as I go on, at least that's how I hear it, and I'm apologizing for it, I feel like I sound like Grover or something, so okay, so that's how I, I'm sorry, that's how I got my press pass. That's how I got access to Comic-Con. I did it one year, got through, very surprised. Did it again this year, I got in again, also very surprised. Uh, I stopped doing work for them halfway through, but I'm not telling them that right now. Like, I'm sorry, you sent me the ticket. I can already get in. Deal's a deal. It's done. It's over. It's a thing of the past now. I'm going. (laughs) That's it. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to... And, and being pressed is crazy, man. Being pressed is crazy. They send you an onslaught of emails. They say, hey, you want to meet with this guy? You want to meet with this guy? I am not... I do not have the equipment to meet with anybody. I'm one dude. I tried to get my wife in as my assistant to help me out with this shit. They wouldn't let her in either. Either. They wouldn't let her in. I was very surprised by that because, like, how I'm just one dude... 
What, you expect me to bring a bunch of shit with me? I'm just one dude. I can't do that by myself. I'm not doing it. So, you know, I, it ha- shit happens. I I got my shit together now. I just got a camera. I'm borrowing it. So now I'm going to be using that. I borrowed it from my dad. He's got a nice-ass camera. I'm going to take some snapshots of some really good like cosplay and shit like that. So that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take cool pictures of stuff. I got a press pass. I got some old-ass business cards. I'm just going to scribble out some information and put my info there. We'll work it out. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to try to promote some stuff there. I'm going to try to promote my podcast. I'm going to do stuff like that. Anyway, um, so that's where I'm at with Comic-Con, man. Comic-Con is just like, it's a big, big event. I get to walk into a nice little area where only I can sit in because I got a press pass. So it's all good for me. I don't know how the rest is going to go. I don't know. Like, Okay, so I had a chance. I got an email today to... Um, to um, interview a guy, Dan, I, I can't say his last name, F- uh, Fogarty, I think that's his name, I don't know, that's probably not how you spell it, if you guys want to know, he is the lead in Balls of Fury, one of my favorite movies, I don't give a shit what you say, that movie's great, I don't care, each their own, you know, you do you, that's my stuff, I love, that, that, that movie's great, I love that movie, I love that movie. Christopher Walken's in it. He's hysterical in it. One of the best parts in that about that movie is him. Uh, and the whole thing's about ping pong, like ping pong. It's so fucking utterly ridiculous, but it's amazing. Every moment is great, and I love that movie. And and Dan is, is a fantastic lead. I got a chance. I got an email saying, "Hey, you want to interview him?" And I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I would love to interview him." But I got nothing to record him with. I can't record a conversation with him. That's very hard to do. What am I gonna get? I don't. I don't have any recorders. I got nothing I can bring with me. I got a soundboard for that, but I'm not gonna set up a gigantic soundboard just to have a one-on-one conversation with Dan. I would love to do that, man. He's a cool guy. He was. Oh, he was in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him. Fantastic movie. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I've been getting really into Harry Potter heavily lately, so I think he was really good in that movie. Even though that movie was still, like, you know, it wasn't the best to a lot of people, but I liked it. It was something out of nothing. We got the new movie coming out, too. I, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see Jude Law beat the shit out of Johnny Depp. Because you don't see a lot of movies Johnny Depp gets the shit kicked out of him. So I'm happy about that. And I'm kidding. I like Johnny Depp, too. I get the whole thing. He beat his wife. That's fucked up. Uh, I can't really be like, oh, whatever. Now he beat his wife. He's, he's fucked up. He's fucked up. He fucked it up. Johnny Depp, you fucked up. I don't know what else to say, man. What, what else am I gonna say? He knows he knows you fucked up, so that's all that can't that matters. Danny wears a lot of scarves. I don't know if that really makes anything out of that, but he does. So yeah, so that's Comic Con, man. I'm hoping maybe maybe I can figure out a way to interview Dan. That would be cool. But where am I gonna put it? I don't have access to anything. Maybe I'll freelance it out. Maybe maybe we'll do something. Maybe I'll talk to him, record it on my computer. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. I will work it out. I believe in myself. Um, so with all that, man, I, I, had, I had a really good time, you know, just kind of talking, shooting the shit. Comic-Con is, is like 50% my jam. I'm hoping to see some cool stuff. I'm hoping to see some video games. Except for that, I always love myself some video games. I hope to play some cool stuff. Maybe Anthem. 
because that's a game I'm looking forward to. I want to get my hands on that. I want to I want to feel that game. I want to feel I want to be all up in that game's business. Because Assassin's Creed just came out and like I also want to be all in that business too. Actually, it comes out tomorrow. By the time you listen to this, if anyone actually listens to it, it'd be way past then, so you guys would probably hear it anyway. Um so I'm excited for that one. Um I'm excited for Assassin's Creed. I'm excited uh you know for those games and stuff, man. Uh, like Anthem it just looks good. It looks like the anti-Destiny, so I want to try it out. Uh, the Division 2 is also coming out. I'm not crazy about that one, uh, but it's like it's still there. I'm still probably going to pick it up because I love that. I love the first one. But it's just like, I don't know. It's too soon for me. I, can't, I really can't consider it at the moment. Um, we got, like, Super Smash Bros. coming out. That's kind of a given. You know, like, everyone's just going to buy that game. True to their own. Just buy it. I guess it's good. I can't fight it, man. I really can't. Um, what else can I say? What else can I talk about? So, like, Comic-Con is, like, 50% my jam. My bigger jam, shall I say, is, uh, it's gonna be PAX. I talked about it briefly. I mentioned it. PAX East is my shit. I want to go there. I want to be at PAX again. PAX is by far my favorite convention to go to. I, they're PAX Unplugged. I'm into board games. I'm into D&D. That looks promising. Although I'll never probably get there right away. I'm in the Taco Bell parking lot now. I hope you all know that. This guy's going to back out. He's probably going to hit my fucking car. Um, but yeah, Paxis is definitely a place I love. It's definitely one of my favorite conventions. My wife and I went a couple years ago. It was a lot of fun. And I want to keep on going. It's just tickets. Man, tickets sell so quick. It's like they're there and they're gone. And that sucks ass, man. I get like a very little small sliver of moments where I can jump in on those. And I don't know, man. We went one year with uh, two friends of ours, one with Reggie and Peter. You know, bless you guys. Peter moved out to California. I hope he's doing all right. I was trying to find ways to reach out to him, but he ghosted on everything. So I don't know how to how to talk to him. Um, but Reggie, Reggie's cool as fuck. Cool as a cucumber, man. That guy is charismatic as shit. Uh, he is, he came, him and Peter, they both came to my wedding with their dates, respectively, and, uh, it's hysterical because Peter bought the wedding cards for both him and Reggie, because Reggie didn't want to fill one out. We were like, we had extra seats, I'm like, yo guys, you should show up, just show up, man, don't give us gifts, don't give us anything, just show up, we're sorry, and, you know, we're, we want sea fillers, yeah, but we also want to hang out with you guys, and we're sorry we didn't, we weren't able to invite you in the beginning, I could have invited family members. Fuck that. We invited these guys like a week before the whole thing happened. They showed up. They had a good-ass time. They killed the dance floor. It was awesome. We had a really good time with those guys. But at PAX, we, we had uh, hotel rooms. We all didn't share the same rooms. My wife and I in one room, them in the other. They had their own little adventures. It was cool. And, yeah, man, PAX, PAX East was a fun time. It's a fun time. And I, if you can go one year, Go. It, I had I had a blast because it's primarily video game based. I got to play a lot of shit super early, and I'm not talking like oh I can play Anthem five months early. I'm talking I played Hyperlight Drifter four years early. I played that game before like anyone really even fully picked it up. When they're like oh this game looks really cool, I was playing it. I was like this game is really good. It's really hard, but it's really good. And I remember. Talking to the developer right there, man. I'm like, man, this is this is my home. 
he was talking, I'm talking to him, like, you know, this, this is a good game, I really like talking to you, it's really awesome hearing from the person who made the game, and he was really thankful, and I was really thankful playing it, and, like, it was just cool, man, I realized that's my home, PAX East is my home, like, Disney is my home, but PAX East is my home, too, that's why I can go around, and then we got PAX Unplugged in November, I'm trying to get into that, I hope I can, you know, because that's, I'm into board games, I'm into d and I'm hoping I can get in, I want to go, I don't want to go by myself, so I'm trying to see if anyone else wants to go, uh, so if you're listening to this, you want to go, hit me up, let's talk, let's have a conversation about this, um, that's all I got, man, I know there's a lot of political bullshit happening, I know the world's fucked up, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna yell at you, I'm gonna tell you right now, I am not a fucking Republican in any sort of way, I do not like the GOP, fuck them, fuck them all, every single one of them, and you want to know why, because they're like 80s bad guys, man, they're so obviously corrupt and bullshittingly fucking awful people, but people still defend them, alright, I don't know why, they still defend them, and I don't get it, it's the, the evidence is cut and dry, they're trying to take shit away from us, and people are just like, load them, fuck that, man, so like, I, I got, I don't know what else I got for you, man, I'm a left-leaner, but do you know what? I respect that everyone has freedoms. Everyone should just have freedom to do what they fucking want as long as you're not hurting someone and you're not causing trouble for other people. And that's it. That's all I believe in. And you know what? Like, give my shit. Keep, let me keep my fucking social security for when I eventually die at 54. Let me keep that shit. Let me keep my, my shit. Let me keep on living. Let me see doctors without fucking complications. Stop trying to take as much money from me like, if you're going to take money from me, at least, like, at least let me be able to be helped. Republicans don't want that shit, man. They don't give a fuck about it. Like, Democrats don't give a fuck either. None of them give a fuck. But at least the Democrats aren't being sly as shit. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, they can make money off of other ways. Like, yeah, they'll probably make money, like, off my back somehow. But you know what? Understandable. You know, people want the government to be like a business. And there you go. You got it now, you fucking pieces of shit. Now it's a business. Now trying to make money off me. And they were trying to make it off the wrong way. Put me in debt. Put me in thousands of dollars in debt. Fuck you. And fuck all you people who, who got to do that. You got to put like people sick of cancer through debt for the rest of their lives. Fucked up. All right, guys. That's my moment. That's my soapbox. I'm on the way home. Thank you for listening. I appreciate y'all. And I fucking said that weird, man. I, appreci- I appreciate all of you. Thank you for listening. Talk to you guys later. Goodbye.